Welcome to the Productivity Balance, where you'll discover an abundance of productivity tips, tricks, system strategies, and resources to help you ditch the stock standard productivity advice and find what works for you. It is time to take control of your life. Welcome back to the Productivity Balance. Today, we're talking about a very fun topic, and it's one that actually has been requested a couple of times. So that is the idea of perfectionism and how to overcome perfectionism. So for those that don't know, I actually consider myself to be a recovering perfectionist. I have these perfectionist tendencies and I do get caught up in my head trying to make everything like perfect, but I have come to realize that this is really hurtful to my productivity. And so I have worked on over the past few years, kind of letting that go a little bit. And I still do like to try and make things as perfect as possible, but I've kind of accepted within myself that at some point you have to call it done or call it done for now and come back to it later and actually get something out into the world because otherwise you're almost just holding yourself back the whole time. But that's what I really wanted to dig into because I've had this experience and I've had a couple of lessons along the way of trying to overcome it. So I thought I would share those with you and hopefully it helps some of my other fellow recovering perfectionists um, to kind of move through that and start getting things done, especially if you are someone who has about 15 projects on the go that are just sort of up in the air because you can't get them perfect. So I base, so I essentially started working on this I would say when I was at university it was when I really started to get, dig into this like anti-perfectionism thing and that was kind of, I want to say like halfway through my second year into my third year perhaps, I did a three-year degree and by the end of the second year I did not want to do it anymore. Like I was done with my degree, I just wasn't enjoying it nearly as much. The, thir the first year was fantastic and the second year I just did not enjoy nearly as much. So at that point, I've got one year of uni left and I had to make that decision of do I leave now without a degree or do I stick it out for another year and get that fancy piece of paper? And I made the call to just stick it out and get the piece of paper. So I do have my degree now, like I got through it, but I also at the time I was having some mental health issues. I was really struggling with the workload, I was completely overwhelmed and I kind of just had to make a call because up until that point I had always been someone who strived for the best grades possible and I wasn't getting them. So I was striving to get these distinctions at university and getting credits most of the time um, or passes in some cases and this was really disheartening to me for quite a while and I was always trying to push harder to get that higher grade and it just wasn't happening and I kind of took a step back at that point and decided, you know what, it is time for me to embrace the philosophy of P's get degrees and just pass. Like that is all I needed to do. I decided to stop working so hard on everything that I was doing and take the pressure off myself and just do enough that I could pass and get my degree. And at that point, something really weird happened. My grades began to go up. And this is a strange occurrence, but I think like reflecting on it, what actually happened was once I'd taken that pressure off myself and I wasn't overanalyzing every single word, I wasn't trying to force my stuff to be good or great. I was just trying to get it done and I was just trying to put words on paper. 
And if you've done a university degree or you're doing it, you probably know how much of a uni degree comes down to getting words on paper and making them sound intelligent. So that to me, that's what I was doing. But I took that pressure off and as I did, I noticed my grades increasing. So I went, most of my essays became distinction essays after that. There was one topic, like one subject that I did that the grades never increased and that was also the subject that I cared about the most. So it was the one I was still putting in massive, massive amounts of effort and there were some really big projects in that as well. So it took up so much of my time, I really wanted to do it well and those are the ones that I either passed barely or there were a couple of projects that I didn't pass. Luckily, the essays that I had written were so good and I'd gotten all the distinctions through there that it made up my grade and I was able to go through without an issue. Like, my part, like I had a passing grade overall for every single subject. So I did get the degree, but that kind of taught me a little bit of a lesson about how much effort I was putting into things versus what I was getting out of them. So after that, I had to come to the realization that maybe it is better in some cases not to try and force things to be perfect. Maybe if I kind of let that go a little bit, it would work out really well anyway. So if we fast forward a few years later, I started a business. And anyone who has started a business, you probably know that you can't wait for things to be perfect or they never get done. And in particular, like my first website was, I hated it, my first website. I did not like it at all. It just wasn't what I wanted, but I had to put it into the world. I had a start date and this was probably really helpful for me in my perfectionism um, because I had the studio ready to go, I had an opening date and I needed to get the website up a couple of months before that so people could start booking in so that I could get an income, so that I could pay the rent for said studio. So I was kind of forced to just put it out there. And this was, uh, in, and in those days I had like emails going everywhere because I had no booking form set up, there was no calendar, it was just people had to email me to say would you be available this time and I had to email them back and there was the emails going back and forth. Um, so one of the first things I actually set up was the booking system because I just needed to get out of that. Um, but even the way it looked, it was slow, I just didn't like it at all. But it was out there and it was... And I was able to gradually upgrade that as time goes on. So my website for that business now, I'm still not 100% happy with it, but it's a pretty good website. And I've had a lot of people compliment me on how easy it is to use and navigate and that it all works really well for them or how good it looks. So, and, and the funny thing is that was actually happening before I got to a point where I was pretty much happy with it. So this was happening in about the second or third iteration of the website, and I think I'm up to about the fifth now. So it's really interesting to see something which to me was so far from perfect, but to other people, they were looking at it going, this is great, like, why are you trying to fix it? There's nothing here to fix. And it's also something I've seen in the music world, because I do spend a lot of time in the music world, um, songwriters and people recording and producing their own music the amount of times they have sent me something and be like, here's this really dodgy demo, like it's really bad, so don't judge the quality of it. And I listen to it and I'm like, this is fantastic. Like, why are you so concerned about the quality of this song? You could release this now and no one would know that it's a demo. It's something that happens a lot. And I think when it's our own babies, it can be a lot harder to let go and kind of accept that things are done. But that's where we are. 
And I had to do that a lot through starting my business, through like starting my online membership and even the Productivity Balance website. If you go and look at that website, that at the moment, I think it's like three pages. So there is so much stuff that I want to put onto that website and I want to like I want to have resources and just lots of different places you can go, different things you can learn, but it's a long-term goal, right? When I first released that website, it had a home page and an about page and that was it. And the whole idea behind that was like, no, it's not perfect. It's nowhere near finished yet, but it's there. And I have somewhere to send people if they want to learn more about the productivity balance. If you want to learn more about it, you can like, there is a link in the show notes of every single episode You can go there and learn more about me and the productivity balance and you can see all the different episodes we've released. But that's about it. Oh, you can get the the playlist. You can download the playlist from there as well because there's the resources section. But that's all you can actually do from the website right now. So as time goes on, that will be more fleshed out with different things. We will add bits, um, possibly take bits away. And it's basically, it's a living, breathing thing. And with a project like a website, I think we need to accept that it's kind of something that we will constantly be upgrading and developing and changing. So you're never going to hit that perfect thing. Like it just doesn't happen. Which is where like I've had to accept that. And I've been in groups of perfectionists that are looking at me like, how are you just putting this stuff out into the world? And I'm like, it's not easy because I don't want to release this stuff. Like it's not perfect. I hate that it's out there looking like this. But at the end of the day, is it not better for me to have a productivity balance website that you can go to and find out more about the podcast than to have nothing? Because otherwise, if you wanted to know more or you wanted to look at some other things, you have nowhere to go. You just got to wait for the next episode to come out next week or go to the Instagram page. And actually, that was a funny one as well. When I first started that Instagram page, I'd actually shared it before I even had a Um, profile image. So I was in a program called Brand Alchemy, which is a fantastic program if you own a business. And one of the first things that Rachel, who is one of my mentors, did in the program was have a thread for everyone to share their Instagram pages. And at that point, I didn't have an Instagram page. So I, I literally just went and made one. There was nothing in it, no profile image, nothing. And I just shared that. And I had followers on that page before I even had a profile image. Um, because they don't care. (laughs) Like They were waiting to kind of see that grow and evolve. And some of those people now listen to this podcast. So if I didn't do that, like if I didn't have that there, maybe I wouldn't have had those people following along as I first set up the podcast and jumping in. But it's just simple things like that, that I feel like waiting until things are perfect to share them really can hold us back. And a lot of people don't actually care that much. So that was kind of a life lesson that I had over that period in time. And like I say, I still hate doing things like that. But at the same time, if it's going to work and it's going to feel better once I've got things going, then why not? So I'm going to share some tips that I've kind of either found or worked out for myself in terms of perfectionism um, to hopefully help you move through yours if that is something that you are struggling with. So the first one is a saying that has come up a lot for me and that kind of goes around a lot of these productivity sort of spaces, which is done is better than perfect. And that it kind of speaks to a lot of what I was saying about like my websites or that Instagram page. I could have waited until it was perfect 
but instead I just put it out into the world and went, this is done for now, I'll come back to it later. And because of that, I now have the podcast and I have the websites and I have the Instagram page. I have all of these things going just because I decided to do them rather than waiting until it was perfect. I also have some projects that I have been waiting until they're perfect and they've been going for years. So, like, it's something that we just do really need to let go of. So, kind of coming from that, another tip that I have is just to consider, like, the bigger picture. Consider the overall landscape because if you go back to, like, my websites, we can say very easily that this website is not perfect so I'm not going to put it out to the world. But then I wouldn't have people coming to the website. With my physical business, I wouldn't have people booking. Therefore, I wouldn't have an income. Therefore, I wouldn't be able to pay the rent to sustain my business. So when you look at the bigger picture, it was like, I have to have this here. Like, it has to go out and it has to go out ASAP. And I can't wait till it's perfect or the whole thing is going to fall apart. So just keep that in mind that sometimes it really is better just to release something and have it there than it is to have it perfect. So another tip is to break things down into smaller steps. Or the other thing I like is sort of like evolutions, if you like. So like this is the first edition of the website and it'll go through a process and kind of evolve into the second edition and evolve into the third edition. But if you have like a really big project, let's say a novel, for example, you can break that into chapters. So rather than trying to make the whole novel perfect, make the first chapter pretty good. And I say pretty good because if you wait for that first chapter to be perfect, then chapter two is probably not going to get written anytime soon. But you can make all those chapters pretty good first and then you can go back and edit and improve upon what you've got there. Like you can always edit something. You can always change it. But if it's not there to begin with, you are not editing anything. You're just going to be sitting there looking at it. And that kind of brings me to my next point, um, which is what I like to call the perfection procrastination. And this is something that I'm very guilty of and I'm sure some of us have been as well. And procrastination is kind of another topic that I will get into at some point because it's another one that's been requested. But I feel like there is this very specific type of procrastination that happens when we want something to be perfect and we don't know how to get it there. So it's almost like we don't even start a project because we don't know how to get it perfect. And this I see it all the time in the music industry and skill building because like I've been teaching music for a while and the amount of people that don't want to learn an instrument because they can't play it perfectly to begin with is insane because pretty much no one starts real starts off playing an instrument really well. Everyone has like years and years and years of learning and being bad at it at first like, most piano players start with something like Three Blind Mice. That's just the reality. But eventually you build into some really beautiful piano pieces. That's just the way it works. Now, there are some odd child prodigies in music or probably anything like painting, any skill. Um, but they're not the norm. And I think a lot of people expect, like, if they are not the child prodigy that somehow manages to do it beautifully without any training, then they shouldn't bother trying at all. And that is absolutely ridiculous. Just do stuff because you like doing it. It doesn't have to be perfect. Um, but yeah, many years as a music teacher has taught me that in the realm of music. Um, but it's really funny because I've been in that world, in the wor world of music for quite a long time, and I understand that things need to be bad before they can be good. 
but the moment I took that I started taking up like drawing like digital painting and drawing and I suck at that and when I first started and I did it and I'm like nope this sucks I'm giving up I'm terrible at drawing and you sort of realize that hang on that's the exact thing that people <laughs> say when they're not good at musical instruments so I could very easily just decide right I'm not doing it anymore or I accept that my drawings are gonna suck for a little while and I do have one or two that are actually not too bad but most of them are trash and I finish them and I look at them there was one the other day where I decided to try and try and draw a quokka because I had a, just a picture of a quokka on my phone and I was like I'm gonna draw that and so I'm drawing this thing and my mum looks at it and goes that's a pretty good bear um, so at that point I was like that's not what that's meant to be and it was just really entertaining at that point because it doesn't look anything like what I intended it to look like but I'm never gonna be good at it if I don't allow that to suck for a while so perfection procrastination like the longer you wait to do some of this stuff the longer it's gonna take to get good at it and when you move that into things like business like if you're looking at a website going I can't do this perfectly, I don't know how to do this, so I'm just not going to build a website. And then you never have a website for your business, that could be a problem. And it's not always a problem, there are some people in businesses that don't have websites. But for me, if I come across a business, it's literally the first thing I look at is what's their website like, what information can I get here. It doesn't have to be a perfect website. I have looked at, like, I prefer really nice websites. But I have worked with some people who have like really run-of-the-mill standard websites because the information on that website stood out to me as this is the person I want to work with. And if they had nothing there, I wouldn't have done that. So get it started is what I'm trying to say. And do it imperfectly, like allow things to not be great to start with. But my, my main tip here, like the number one thing on that is just to get started. Like start something allow it to not be great because you can fix it later, you can edit it later. If you really struggle with something like website building, maybe you talk to someone about doing it for you or you know get some get a mentor to help you like understand what you need to do to create that thing, but just get it started. Like it is so important that you just start moving and making things happen and like taking steps towards whatever your over goal is. Because if you are waiting for things to be perfect, it's never going to happen. And if you're waiting for it to be perfect before you release it into the world, I feel like you're just holding yourself back nine times out of ten. Like 90% of the time, if you are waiting for something to be perfect before you're ready to share it with people, you are holding yourself back. But it's just one step at a time and it's making this happen. So I'm just going to recap before we finish it up. Done is better than perfect like get things done, consider the bigger picture, break things down into smaller steps if you can, and just get started on things and accept that it can be imperfect, especially to start with. And I really think that if you start embracing even just one of these philosophies to begin with, because I know how hard it can be to change this when perfectionism has been your makeup your entire life. So just pick one thing and go with it. Or even or something I've actually done as well is just do something with the intention of it being bad because we just don't do that. So allow things to be bad to begin with or just pick one thing that you're going to do and one thing that you're going to change and start getting things out there and get them done. 
If you've enjoyed today's podcast, be sure to come and follow me on Instagram or Facebook at The Productivity Balance for even more tips, tricks, and productivity goodness. I'll see you there.